It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning, and thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, and view videos of our artist's work, and even listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Becky Nidifer. Becky is an artist with a lifelong passion for art. She was born and has lived in Indiana until 1993 when her husband retired and they moved to Arizona. Becky's landscape paintings reflect her love of the Southwest and her Midwest roots. Well, good morning, Becky, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning, and thank you for inviting me. Well, it's our pleasure, and let's start off this morning by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm a retired computer specialist, and I have a very large family, and I try to stay in touch with everyone um, through social media or uh, any other telephone, whatever way we can. In 2010, I founded the Tucson Pastel Society, a nonprofit 501c3. Um, this year, we were gifted a building, so I'm spending the majority of my time working for the society and not getting a whole lot of painting done this year. Um, we have a large workshop space, and uh, which is hard to come by in Tucson, so we're working really hard to uh, be a bigger community, uh, a bigger uh, footprint in the community by offering places for rental, for workshops, etc. Um, I paint on location, I work in my yard, and second to art is photography, and I love to cook. So. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a very busy life, Becky. I actually do. I don't think I'm ever going to run out of anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Becky, when did you first become interested in art? I don't remember not drawing. Um, I started drawing um, in, in, I suppose, before I ever went to school, and I got a lot in a lot of trouble for doodling on my pages and drawing pictures. Um, but my first real impression that I really wanted to do that to to be able to draw really well was looking at the covers of the Saturday Evening Post and Norman Rockwell's illustrations. I so wanted to draw like Norman Rockwell. And then, Becky, did you uh, follow that then in your educational background, or was art then kind of put back on the back burner? Actually, I didn't 
go to school in art, I was a computer programmer uh, analyst, mm-hmm. and but I always and and I've in my past life at a time I was an elected official as a, as a uh, circuit court clerk, and then I went to work for the computer company that uh, computerizes court systems. And but I every single week I always took an art class. I always had to have something, you know, to do with art. And during uh, the time that I worked for a company where I traveled a lot uh, across the United States, I always had either a pen and ink or color pencil or something in my suitcase so that I just never lost track. I always said it was my, you know, it's what kept my sanity was doing uh, art. (laughs) And uh, what types of mediums do you work in, Becky? For about 25 years, I did exclusively oil and um, with always my drawing in charcoal or graphite. And about 12 years ago, I took up pastels. And now I almost am exclusively pastel and colored pencil. I do teach scratchboard, but I still, in my own work, do pastel and colored pencil. Those are my loves. Well, and Becky, where do you get the inspiration for your art? I love to plein air paint. So a lot of my uh, art comes from being out on location from anywhere in the southwest, actually anywhere I happen to be. Um, I take a lot of photography um, to paint later as reference photos because I also love photography. Um so I just spend a lot of time looking at things. You know, what I what would I like to um, put on paper for and try to express to the to the public. Um, I don't really paint for what sells or anything like that. I only paint what really speaks to me. If I if it doesn't touch me in some way, then I'm really not going to paint it. Well, Becky, let's. Uh... Take the audience through the process you go through, and let's uh, assume you've already uh, have a, a photograph of something that's touched you and you want to paint. Uh, tell the audience how you take them through your process. With with colored pencil, which is the um, art that I actually submitted for this, um, I use mm-hmm. uh, a lot of matte suede board. It's a very soft um, surface, and when you use the colored pencil on it, it makes fur and uh, feathers or anything like that very realistic. And I, I really do like the realist, uh, realistic look rather than a more abstract look. So when I start out, I draw my outline of what I want to paint, whether it's an animal or a person, and then the next thing I always start with is the eyes. Um, when I start an animal or a person or a portrait or anything that has going to look back at me, the eyes are done first and completed because if I can't get an emotional connection with the look and with the eyes, then I'm not really going to paint it. It just doesn't work for me unless I have a connection with that. And after I start that, then I start working out from the eyes and putting in my shadow patterns, which is the dark values, 
and then the light lightest values, and then I work between the two to come between the um, values that work the best for whichever I'm painting. And I'm always uh, very uh, conscious of the light. I like my paintings to have uh, a real sharp look to the light. I, I want you to know where the sun is coming from or the light is coming from um, because that gives so much uh, distinction between all your values. And so that's important to me. Well, then from beginning to end on an average piece, uh, in an average time, how long does it really take you to go from start to finish on one of your drawings? If it's colored pencil, it'll depend on the size. Um, a 9 by 12 or 11 by 14 will take a couple of months. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing pastel and plein air, I finish a painting in two hours. <laughs> You're fast. Well, I started out doing quick draws with plein air, where you go and they stamp your paper, and you have exactly Mm. two or three hours to complete a painting, and then it's judged. So Mm. it makes you make decisions very, very quickly. Um, You have Mm -hmm. to do your composition, your values, uh, your shadow patterns. All of that has to be done just right now. Well, I find that fascinating. You were talking about uh, starting with the eyes. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. over the years of talking with artists, there's a good many that will say the same thing, whether they be painters or drawers, that they start with the eyes. And, and basically, just a lot of them say what well, you say, that it's to get the emotional contact, although some say if they don't get the eyes right, the rest of the painting's not going to be any good. So... <laughs> And that's true. That you know, the saying that the eyes are uh, the window to the soul, I think, is really true. If you if you don't get the eyes, if your eyes are flat or dead looking, or they don't have, um, I guess, I want to say a twinkle in them or something like that, <laughs> then you know they seem dead. They don't seem. Mm-hmm. It, it kills the rest of the painting. You just can't, and you can never get that any better if you're you know you can do that you can render the skin absolutely beautifully and you can do the hair and you can all but if your eyes are flat or dead then that person doesn't look alive no well and the other thing that you mentioned uh and talking about the time to to complete a piece i've always admired uh the colored pencil or the charcoal drawers or, or anyone that uses whatever instrument to draw with that is not like painting. This isn't something that you generally can kick out in a few hours if you just really focused on it or even a few days in some cases. No, you you really have to take a long time. Um, I'm a traditional, I guess, colored pencilist, if you want to call it that. I start <laughs> with uh, the dark and layer and layer and layer. Most skin tones that I do are 26 to 29 layers of color. Oh, wow. Start with a very light cream, and then you add until you get to 
the color of the skin that you're rendering, but you put on very, very, very light colors, light layers of color, and you just keep getting darker and darker. And then when you have, you know, like shadows or dark places, and you just keep adding more. So I did a painting called uh, Boys of Kenya with three little boys, and it's a 19 by 22, and it took six months but there's 31 layers of color in all of the skin. Mm. It takes a long time. <laughs> it does take a long time. Now, when you're doing your drawing, do you usually have more than one piece going at a time, or do you just stay focused on the one piece? I have usually one colored pencil and one pastel in the studio going at a time, but I only work on one you know, I don't start one and then start another and start another. I finish one before I start another colored pencil, and I'll finish a pastel before I start another one in the studio. Plein air, no. I'll go out and I'll do plein air. Um, in fact, I may go out and one day and somebody will call and say, hey, let's go somewhere and paint today. And it's okay, so I go and paint that day. So the studio sometimes begs when we have beautiful weather and you know, it's nice to go out and paint or somebody wants to go paint. I, ve- I never go by myself. Um, I don't think that's safe, and I don't recommend it for anybody to go plein air painting by yourself. Um, so when somebody wants to go or I want, you know, I happen to know there's a powwow or something in the area and we want to go paint, then, you know, everything else gets dropped, including the housework and everything else, you know. You go paint. Right. <laughs> Well, it does sound like you're very dedicated to your art, and that's a very good thing, Becky. When you retire, you can dedicate yourself to art. You know, you now can, you now have the time to do that. And after I, I founded and am president of the Pastel Society, so my life is really about 98% art. That's just it. You know, and I, and I love it. It's something that I would have liked to have been able to do you know, years ago, but you couldn't exactly support yourself. So you need something else. And um, because I, um, everybody tells me it's because I'm the Gemini, but I have the very organized site that does the computer programming and all of the art, you know, that type of thing. And then I have the artistic side, which was free and, and totally opposite from my organized side. So... It gives me a, a nice balance, and I have a good time. So. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Becky, we're at a good spot to do a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about two or three of the pieces of art that you entered in a recent art competition, and we're a winner in here at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Okay. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Becky Nidifer's artwork by going to Contemporary Art Gallery online. Click on the Search Gallery tab and then on the Artist tab and look for Becky Nidifer's name. Contemporary Art Gallery online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner Prompt and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer or an architect or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us 
and reviews some of the most wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style or medium, color, size, or even by the individual artist. And again, to view Becky Nidifer's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery tab and then follow the prompts to Becky's name. Well, Becky, one of the pieces that you had entered into competition was entitled Shambay. Tell the audience uh, the background and about that piece. Sham, actually, Shambay, I entered three lions in the competition, and one was Shambay, one was Kaya, and one was playing around. Uh, Shambay and Kaya are the parents of the little cubs in playing around. Our <laughs> Uh, our cubs, our uh, lions at our zoo here in Tucson had a litter of four babies. And I spent hours, uh, and I am a member of the zoo, so I spent hours, probably eight to ten hours, just sitting and photographing the lions and their babies. So I used those to crop, change a little bit, but the lighting and all to make uh, the artwork for all three of those pieces. And they are um, just close to me. I, I really love these animals, and I spent enough time with outside the cage where they, where they are that you even get a sense of their family hierarchy and how they uh talk to each other even though you don't understand anything or you don't need to. You can just watch them and, and how they get along. So I literally fell in love with those um, lions and it became a thing of the heart. I don't think it would have mattered whether anybody liked them other than me. It was something I wanted to do. I wanted to um, give in that painting, I wanted somebody to be able to see the lion through the eyes because their eyes are so expressive on all of the the mm-hmm. lions. They're just fantastic. So, Well, they are, and the detail is just, just simply amazing. Thank you. And how long did it take to do each of these pieces, and what's the size of these pieces? They're all 8 by 10. And they took about two months each. I mean, when you work with colored pencil on suede board, it's a real repetitive process. To get dark, you have to go over it and over it and over it and over it. And the next day you'll get up and go back in the studio and it'll seem lighter because you're working with a nap. And that nap, each time you put a pencil to it, it changes a little bit. So it takes a lot of coverage to get that dark or the white. Because, and I'm working on usually, I think all of those were done on tan suede board, and I usually work on either tan, silver, or white suede board. So, but it takes a long time to get that, and many co- many coverages to get that color or to get color. So. That's one of the reasons it takes a couple months to do them. You have to go over things and over them a lot of times. Well, it certainly paid off because they are very lifelike, uh, almost like you're looking at a photograph. Thank you. That's my intent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then another piece, uh, and 
of course, I like the title, but uh, it, it's an excellent drawing. It's called I'm Not Your Sweetie. Tell the audience <laughs> about that piece. That is also a zebra from our zoo. And he has a, um, an attitude, a real attitude when you're standing watching him or trying to photograph him. And I spent maybe an hour, hour and a half photographing the different zebras. And this one kept coming up. And you notice he drops his ear. His ear comes way down. And so he really has this almost sarcastic attitude when he comes at you. He'll come right up to the to you and it's like, you know, I don't really want to talk to you or I don't, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And when I took the photo and then I took it home and put it on the computer, the first thing that come to me is I'm not your sweetie. You know, I don't want anything <laughs> to do with you. So, because everybody was thinking how cute he was and all of this and it was like, oh, give me a break, you know. But that's why, that's why I did that one. Again, it was something that just touched me that, he, uh, his attitude and his personality, and I wanted to try to capture that that sarcastic attitude he had, which was which was unusual. So the other zebras were just very nonchalant, walking around, not doing anything. You know, they walk over the fence and kind of sniff. But the, this one, he really had an attitude. So <laughs> he was fun to do. He really was. <laughs> Well, you certainly captured that attitude in your drawing, Becky. I think it, it certainly just jumps out at you that he's he has got an attitude. Thank you. A lot of times when I'm painting, I finish a painting and I really don't know what I'm going to call it. I, I, I have a problem with that. I, I finish something and I think, well, what am I going to call this? This one, I knew what I was going to call it before I ever started because he just came across that way. Which, which is fun for me because then I know what I'm, you know, I know what I want to come across with, which which is fun. The 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 lions, I just called them what their name. Those are their real names, so that was it. Well, Becky, your art is just very wonderful, and I encourage uh, listeners to come to the gallery and and take a look at uh, Becky Nidefer's work. Uh, you'll be very impressed with the detail and the lifelike images she's able to capture with the colored pencil. Thank you, and thank you so much for the interview and helping get my name out there. I really appreciate it. Well, it's been our pleasure, and uh, thank you for being with us today, Becky. You're welcome. I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Becky Nida for Stunning Art, to listen to this interview, and, of course, purchase some of Becky's art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. And I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect, interior designer, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. Speaks airs every other Saturday morning, so we'll meet again in two weeks at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
And again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.